0: Chase Kitty, of course, the host of the Lion's Edge podcast. Do you like the rejoin music? Is, is Ryan right when it comes to your music choice, Chase?
1: I have no idea where he got Steel Panthers. I'll tell you what I do like. <laughs> I
2: do not know that's a real band. It's,
1: it's bringing you guys back like five seconds more than normal. So I know Ryan was late getting back to the set at the beginning of the last segment. Like, I, I really like the, the peek behind the curtain.
2: Uh, Chase, I'm playing hurt tonight. I don't know if you've heard. I uh, have a partially torn I groin. So me he moving was getting it, it in. Oh, so it's it's kind you of tough to I mean? move How- around. Hey, before we get to the big game, uh, obviously there's some bets. <laughs> we got to build some bankroll for the week for the player props. Anything that you like tonight in college hoops? We've got a couple big games coming up. TCU, Kansas State, North Carolina State takes on Virginia tonight. Anything for you tonight or was tonight a pass for you?
1: Uh, no, I've got a bunch tonight and, and into the morning, actually. If you want to get into the tennis, too, uh, I'm on Chicago State right now. That game's live, so I don't know if there's much of a there's much of an opening there. I'm with Trista on the under 32 and a half prop for LeBron's uh point scoring. Ryan, you should try to you should try to arb that. You should try to see if you can find an under 36 and a half, and then you've got both sides. Uh, I was thinking what, about what it, Chase, but
2: the only problem is his entire family, all of his friends, they've sold out. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's doing it tonight, man. It's looking like he's doing it tonight, but that's my only concern there.
1: I, I, I disagree, but I uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, uh, Kansas State, I really like Kansas State against TCU tonight, but the line jumped from 2.5 to four and a half, five, and I don't really want to lay the extra points. So I'm taking the money line there. I think you've got some options. If you want to pair it with some other stuff, you could even go cross-sport and take like a money line in the NBA or late NHL game, something like that. Uh, I would throw a dart with NC State Moneyline at UVA. The uh, Wolfpack have beaten UVA three of the last four times because Virginia plays that pack line defense where they try to funnel everything out. But that's actually an asset for NC State because they can shoot over the defense the way they shoot three-pointers. So I got a lot of action. Uh, another one, tennis. This is like I'll bet it now and wake up in the morning to the money. Uh, Michael Amir is playing Emil Roussevori at uh, ATP Montpelier. They've played four matches in the last two years, All four of them have gone to three sets. You can bet over two and a half sets at plus
2: 135. I like that.
3: Yeah, I I was curious, Chase. We're talking about, obviously, Super Bowl props and the thing that we've all been talking about so far, besides, obviously, whether there's any value on anything else besides the quarterback uh, for Super Bowl MVP. It's just like the running back situation because Kansas City defending the run hasn't been great. That's kind of the bedrock of what Philadelphia wants to do. And mm. Kenneth Gainwell is sitting there at 18 and a half, 19 and a half yards. It's up from 15 and a half. Like, is that, is that a sure bet too? Do you feel like there's something that we're missing? Cause I feel like we're all kind of on it.
1: That's, that's right at the end. I think you hit it for me. It makes me nervous that everybody loves that bet. And maybe it's just, we're all super smart. And we all came to a consensus, but I, I'm I'm actually more comfortable sticking with some of the Miles Sanders stuff. I know the numbers are higher and you have to get to higher rushing totals. I just feel like it's more of a sure thing that he is going to be a centerpiece of their running game. I feel like all year he's been overlooked. He he isn't talked about as a guy that has, you know, 1200 rushing yards and double digit, you know, rushing touchdowns or whatever it is. So I like a lot of his props. I know uh, his over rushing yards is one of the more popular ones at BetMGM. I got that, uh, you know, the most popular prop sheet that comes out kind of halfway into the Super Bowl stuff. I like his anytime touchdown at minus one ten. I'd sprinkle on Miles Sanders' first touchdown at plus eight hundred. Uh, I like Eagles the first touchdown in the game to be an Eagles rushing touchdown. That's four to one. So I'm kind of I'm kind of uh, positioned up on the Miles Sanders side of it, but I don't think the game will stuff's bad because you know the Eagles are going to run the ball with multiple guys.
0: Talking to Chase Kitty, BetMGM Tonight. Uh, we were talking earlier about MVP, and look, we know most of the time it's a quarterback. You go back and look at the history, 31 quarterbacks have won the Super Bowl MVP, and it's expected. It's the NFL, and that's the way that it goes. If we were to take out both Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, who are obviously the two favorites, to win Super Bowl MVP, who would be the player that you look at and say there's some value there? There's at least a potential if you're going away from the quarterbacks and trying to get a little more of a return.
1: So I'm, I'm definitely interested in looking down the board past the two quarterbacks. Uh, and the guy that jumped out to me, not necessarily for a value reason, uh, but what he it was Hassan Reddick. And the, the reason why he jumped out at me is I thought it was weird, not necessarily that he was the defensive player with the highest odds, but that he was at 30 to one because there are some real guys who are in the mix at 30 to one Devonte Smith right now is 30 to one at BetMGM. MGM. So I thought that's, that's interesting. Why is he so far up the board? I went and did some research. I looked at some of our internal numbers and I assumed it was going to be a liability move. I assumed the sports book was playing defense. They took a big bet on reddick, you know, at the right after the AFC championship and the NFC championship came down. So they had to move the number because of that to protect themselves. Uh, absolutely not the case. He was a hundred to one, like 96 hours before the games there, it's 2% of the overall handle. I think this number is so high because the sports book really believes that he's a factor in the market. And so to me, that, that was cause for me to go buy a Reddick ticket. The other number I saw that I thought was really, really interesting. And again, not necessarily because I see value, uh, but it's Chad Henney at 66 to one. And I'm not telling you to go buy a Chad Henney ticket, but at 66 to one, he has the same price as MVS. So that's a that's a real number where he's kind of in the mix in that third group of guys. And when you compare his price to uh, the backup for Philadelphia, which is 125 to one for Gardner Minshew, why is Henney so much farther up the board? To me, it says the sports book takes Mahone's injury seriously. So that's Mm. not necessarily a reason to buy the Henny MVP ticket. It is a reason to wonder how healthy Mahomes is going in and maybe that confirms your priors if you like the eagle side of the of the uh side
2: do you think it's even worth betting any skill possession uh skill position players are like running backs for kansas city just because i mean you look at the injury report we know there's going to be no hardman we know how good kelsey is like i like noah gray over 12 and a half receiving yards because he goes over every week and it's only 12 and a half but it's just tough like kadarius tony came out today and said he's going to play in this game but how healthy is he Anything that you're doing with the running backs or wide receivers for the Chiefs? I feel like the only
1: two guys that can win it for the Chiefs are Mahomes and Kelsey. Uh, I think yeah. if Kelsey has a reasonable game and Mahomes has an average game, I think they're going to give it to him. I think if you take a shot during the game, every time you hear a tight end has never won Super Bowl MVP, you'll be drunk by the end of the third quarter. Uh, <laughs> it just it feels like it's those two guys. I don't think Chris Jones can do it because – The the type of low-scoring game that he would be advantaged by is exactly what the Eagles want to do. So I I feel like if it's the low-scoring game where Chris Jones can win, the Chiefs probably don't win. So I kind of take him out of the running. I think it's Kelsey or Mahomes. And if it's Mahomes, I'd rather just buy the Chiefs to win than have the Mahomes ticket at slightly better payout. So, to me, I have a Kelsey ticket. I have a Kelsey anytime touchdown. I have a Kelsey first touchdown. I have a Kelsey MVP. But those are kind of the only Chiefs positions I'm really interested in. Yeah,
3: I was wondering about that because I feel like I might be the only one. You know, Nick Costos talks about Idiot Island. The more (laughs) I think about this, the more I think, okay, if there is a route between these two teams, I envision Philadelphia blowing out kansas city like tampa did against kansas city with mahomes having an injury versus the other way around right considering that philadelphia has really really good offensive line really really good defensive line like how do you see this playing out from like a game script perspective in in terms of playing kansas city or or philadelphia
1: yeah, I wrote a big piece for, for BetMGM on uh, the blog on Monday, and it was talking about like the biggest difference between Mahomes and Hurts. And the way I see it, the biggest difference is Mahomes takes up 17% of the salary cap for Kansas City. Hurts is 0.7% of the salary cap. So it, it really does equate to that Tampa analogy you just made where Philadelphia 1-53, I just think they have way more playmakers sprinkled throughout their roster i do think they can control this game at the line of scrimmage i think their defensive pressure and they have the number one ranked defensive line in the nfl per pff i think with mahomes being hobbled they can get in there and really limit him they can maybe get a couple more sacks into a couple more drives earlier than usual i think we're probably looking at a competitive game because i have that much respect for mahomes but i do think if it gets out of hand you're talking about it getting out of hand in favor of the eagles and that's where maybe yeah. you start to look at alt spreads and pairing it in some kind of same game parlay with some other stuff you like.
3: Yeah.
0: Talking to Chase Kitty, bet MGM tonight. All right. When we look at props or specials or just anything that's kind of off the wall with the Super Bowl, that's obviously something everybody loves to dabble in one way or another. What's the biggest long shot that you've bet on so far in the Super Bowl?
1: <sighs> biggest long shot. I don't know if I have a ton of long shots, man. I got to be mm. honest with you. Uh, uh, I think it's a. I've got a couple of thirty. I'm looking at my sheet uh, here. Uh, I think I've got a couple thirty to ones for MVP. So I've got a Miles Sanders. I'd, honestly, one, man, I'd consider
0: there. that a long shot. I don't. I think you're, that's reasonable. To say okay. I've got you know I've got a couple that are like thirty five to one. So we can put that in the category of long shot.
1: Great. I and I think um, in in more qualitative terms. Miles Sanders, thirty-one, is probably the biggest long shot that I have. Not because it's the biggest number, because I also have Smith thirty-to-one and Reddick thirty-to-one. But the idea that a running back could win Super Bowl MVP in the year twenty twenty-three just seems so antiquated. But I do think, in terms of game script and in terms of how they like to operate their offense, I think maybe uh, I think maybe he's got an outside shot. I'd like to do something really kind of foolish and just put together a ridiculous same game parlay that pays out something dumb like seventy five to one by the end of the week. But that's just more for fun, you know. I do this I do this two thousand dollar parlay every week in uh, in college football where I I f- take a five dollar lottery ticket and build out a parlay until it pays two thousand dollars on that five dollars. I kind of want to do something similar for the Super Bowl just for fun.
3: Really quick, Chase, just wanted to get your thoughts on how you can envision a wide receiver winning Super Bowl MVP. Is it like a dink and dunk and yards after the catch scenario? Is it like a special teams scenario? How does it happen where Devonte Smith goes off, but Jalen Hurts doesn't win Super Bowl MVP?
1: Uh, I think it's, I think it's there. I think it's doable. I think the path is, Hurts' numbers are, have been really pedestrian over the last, you know, s- since he got hurt basically and so is there a scenario where hurts has 170 passing yards and two touchdowns and uh, it's a bunch of uh, it's a bunch of yards on the ground gainwell but it's chopped up boston scott has something gainwell has something miles sanders has something hurts has two passing touchdowns and they both go to the same guy and half the yardage is to one guy i mean i i think you know you need something kind of specific in terms of game script to get there in the first place. Uh, If you're talking about a guy that's 30 to one winning, but I think that's the game script. And I think especially for the, for the Eagles case, it's not that unrealistic. I don't think there's actually a lot of value in Hertz VP at all.
2: Chase, obviously, like you're looking to play your overs early on in the week. Is there anybody that you're targeting, maybe where the number is just going to get a little out of hand, and you're looking waiting to play an under until maybe Saturday or Sunday, or just any other bets that you haven't placed yet because you're waiting on the value, maybe uh, as we get a little bit closer to the game.
1: Hurts under rushing yards is maybe one. I think uh, lots of people probably want to pound that, but I I just think the number's too high. I don't think. I don't think Philadelphia's coaching staff wants this to be a quarterback showcase because I think that's kind of the one game script that favors Kansas City. So I think there's going to be a lot of handing off, a lot of distributing the ball. I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to have a ton of designed runs. I'm sure he's going to scramble for a bit because that's what he's best at. Uh, That's where he's really, really good. But uh, I I prefer the Jalen Hurts under rushing yards, and I actually kind of like the Mahomes over rushing yards.
0: All right, he's Chase Kitty, host of the Lions Edge podcast. Always good talking to you every week, buddy. Thanks for coming on.